Hi, my name is Christopher Brooke. When I was just starting out as an entrepreneur, I paid big bucks to a business coaching program that took my money and then left me to fail miserably at my first startup. Now I'm going to teach you everything I've learned since then about how and how not to start a business. This is Scammed Into Startup. This is going to be episode number one. Uh, by now you should have watched the, the pilot and if you wanted to, the backstory, if you want to go through all... Um, you know, four episodes there, all an hour and 20 minutes of all the, the story behind why all this is um, a thing. Um, if not, I don't blame you. An hour and 20 minutes is longer than I have every day to spend watching YouTube videos. But uh, um, either way, um, shooting this one a little differently today. Um, this time I'm using my smartphone instead of my computer because my computer is like seven years old. And even though it was a great computer seven years ago, now the hardware is just a little dated to be doing video on. So... Anyway, we're going to try on the smartphone and see if the audio and the video turn out a little better. So, um, anyway, um, we know welcome again to episode number one. Um, you know, and here we're actually going to start talking about actual topics. Uh, so, what what are we talking about today? We are talking about um, research and knowing your market, basically. Um, you know, and, and basically, if you are looking at going into business or you... I've been in business. I mean, like, even if you've been in business for like 30 years and you think, oh my God, I know everything there is to know about, you know, this particular market or blah, 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 doesn't matter. If you are in business or looking at going into business, you need to know your shit. You need to know your market. You need to know your competitors. You need to know everything there is to know, or at least as much as you can, you know, um, about what you're doing. Um, you know, and, and why do I say this? I have a tendency to go off half-cocked when I do something, um, you know, especially in business here. Um, and by the way, I got my notes over here, so I'm going to be looking over this way. But um, anyway, um, you know, I, I do that a lot. I, I tend to be one of those people who like, you know, I, I get a little bit of information and my brain turns that little bit of information into way more than you could really like logically conjecture off of it, you know, which personally I blame college for that, you know, I'll write in all those BS papers where it's like, hmm, yes, I learned two facts off Wikipedia and now I'm going to write a six page essay on that. Hmm, yes. But, uh, um, anyway, you know, whatever, it's something I did a lot when I started my first business and it kind of got me in a lot of trouble. Um, when I started my business, I based pretty much everything that I was going to do off of a few little bits of information. Um, you know, that, that didn't really show me the big picture of the market I was in. Um, and as a result, I hit wall after wall after wall as I was trying to launch. And finally, my business just died, which is ironic, I know, because in the last, back, like in the backstory video, I was talking about, oh, I'm just about to launch. Uh, guess what? Yeah, things change. Uh, my business just up and died, like legitly died this time. I'm actually looking at disbanding my little LLC and uh, um, starting fresh, I guess. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in the future. Um, and at some point, I'll actually talk a little bit about what the actual business was. Um, consider I just did like an hour and a half worth of videos of like backstory. I really don't want to go more right now into um, what exactly I was doing. But at, at some point in the future, I'll clue you in on exactly what my little so-called business was and what it was doing or trying to do. Um, you know, but um, anyway, you know, so doing your research. You know, why, why is that important? You know, firstly, because you won't be surprised by things that you didn't know that will completely derail you. 
you know, you'll be less vulnerable to market changes. You'll be less vulnerable to surprises just popping up, like um, like things like liability, or um, you know, things in the market that you're like, oh, I didn't know that person was selling that, or you know, whatever. It, it makes a big difference, you know, and it will also save you from feeling like an idiot when you get derailed by something you should have discovered ages ago, and didn't, you know, like like this guy right here. But uh, um, anyway, you know, so. When I started, I didn't do enough research, um, you know, and um, just a refresher, what I was doing originally, um, I, I was taught how to do an Amazon business, how to do like, um, you know, e-commerce and stuff like that. Um, and basically what they taught me is you're going to go through Amazon, you're going to look for little niche markets where, um, you know, the, there's not a lot of competition or the competition hasn't been firmly established, blah, blah, blah. You're going to find the same product or some similar product. You're going to throw it up there and start selling it. You know, and of course, being being an engineer, you know, that's what I'm studying in school for the last seven years. Um, you know, I was like, hey, let's make a product. You know, we'll we'll solve all the problems with the previous products, whatever. Um, but anyway, when I was first getting into that, I didn't do enough research. Um, first, I didn't do enough research on like just Amazon itself and like the the markets I was going into. I kind of went in and found a little niche, and it was like, uh, ooh, you know, I only see a couple people selling this when I look at the first page, like. This is obviously a good market, you know, and oh my God, nobody has a lot of reviews and blah, 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 um, you know, but I didn't really dig deeply. I didn't go through and look at a whole bunch of, um, you know, people's listings and see like, uh, um, you know, what exactly they were offering or what their reviews were, um, you know, beyond kind of like the first couple main entries on there, um, you know, so I didn't look at that. And then when I did look at like the little bit of information that I did use to build my thing, um, basically what I did is I went through um, like the, 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 the best selling competitors out there for this particular little product that I was going to create. And I looked at the reviews and I was like, okay, what are people complaining about? You know, what do they not like about this little thing? And I was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay, here's something. A lot of people are mentioning this little thing. I know. Let's make a product that's the exact same thing, but it's going to solve this little issue, you know? Um, which in fairness is kind of what I was told to do, you know, like the, the, the mentor I was working with told me like, yeah, if you can fix problems with, uh, other stuff out there that gives you kind of an edge, which it may, but you know, it, it goes back to your research. How much does it really matter? Um, turns out that for this little thing, this little problem I was trying to fix probably doesn't matter much, you know, considering that thing I was selling was very cheap and people don't really care that much. You know, it, it's one of those things that I think they're happy to complain about but they're not willing to pay like another $10 for something that fixes that little problem, you know? Um, you know, and then there were a lot of other little things. Later on, um, you know, the, the, the market changed and I didn't pay enough attention to it. And then um, finally, the thing that killed my business was a liability issue that I did not become aware of, you know? Unfortunately, it never bit me because I never got a chance to like actually sell anything and, uh, you know, have liability be a thing. Um, but you know, either way, ultimately, I just kind of realized, actually, there's a thing there that, um, you know, could be a lot of liability. And I didn't know about that to begin with. So I kind of went off in a direction that ignored that. Um, and then when I realized that liability was a thing, I was like, oh, well, either I can uh, spend, you know, three more months remaking all my stuff and, um, you know, working around that liability or, you know, basically what I chose, I'm just going to, I'm done. I'm going to find something else to do. Um, you know, but basically my problem from day one is that I kind of had blinders on. Um, you know, it's like when I did research, I wanted to just find enough information to convince myself 
that it was a good idea. You know, um, I didn't want to look at all the information about all the problems involved with it or all the competition, you know. Um, I think mostly out of fear in my case, you know, it, it's kind of like none of us wants to fail, so we don't want to see all the things that say, oh, this is probably not a good idea. Um, you know, even though a lot of those things, it's like really, if you know they're a problem, you can, you know, expect them and work around them and like not get sunk by them. Um, you know, but uh, anyway, you know, so basically I didn't do a lot of research, you know, or the research I did do was very hit and miss, you know, kind of like cherry picking, I guess, you know, and then not, not consciously, but um, anyway, my entire business was basically a house of cards, you know, and I got held up over and over again by things that I shouldn't have known, but I didn't, um, you know, and I, I'm sorry, I'm going through my notes here now, um, but uh, yeah, you know, so basically you need to do your research beforehand. You know, especially if you're going into like a new market or you're trying to start a business or whatever, you need to go through and figure some stuff out. You know, you, there, there's a, a tendency we all do, um, you know, as entrepreneurs, uh, Michael, Michael Gerber, who wrote the E-Myth, really good book if you ever want to read a good book, um, talks about this. He calls it the entrepreneurial seizure. You know, it's kind of this idea that uh, we all just kind of wake up one day and we're like, hey, I've got a really good idea. I bet that would be the most amazing thing ever and people would buy it, you know. And we kind of get those blinders on and suddenly it's like, I'm not going to look at anything that tells me that my idea isn't perfect, you know, um, which is a really good way to sabotage yourself from the beginning, you know. So you need to do the research that you want to do, but you also really need to research, do the research that you don't want to do. Um, and I talk about if you've been in business for a long time because you need to continuously be doing research. Um, you know, for example, the thing I was selling, I didn't do a lot of research at the beginning, uh, or at least not as much as I thought I did. Um, but I also did not keep continuously researching while I was developing my product. Um, and the way it worked out is when I finally had a product and I was getting ready to launch at it or uh, to, to launch it, um, I, I got back on Amazon and I was looking at the competition and suddenly the competition was a lot fiercer. You know, there, there were a lot more competitors and a lot of those competitors had more reviews and, you know, went from being, oh, that's just somebody, you know, trying to get started to actually this guy looks like he has a pretty good product there. You know, and I, I didn't keep track of that. And honestly, w would it have made a lot of difference? Probably not. You know, it, it, it would have been you know, one of those things where it's like, hey, I know this guy's doing really good, you know, crap. But even so, when I finally did see that, it, it kind of threw me for a loop there. You know, it's kind of like you get hit with something and it's like, oh, God, crap. You know, what, what have I done? Um, you know, but either way, when while you're doing business, you need to keep track of these things as you go. Um you know, and, and even if you're in a non, like a very non-competitive market, you know, like, like you're, you're, you're super niche and there's nobody else who sells like your thing at all. Um, or if you're like in like a very commoditized market, you know, like I, I don't know, maybe you sell toilet paper or something, you know, something that really marketing isn't a thing for it. You know, people will just kind of buy the first thing they see off the shelf. It, it doesn't matter. You know, you, you should be aware of what's going on in your market. You know, because you never know. There might be something changing and somebody else may figure out some genius way to sell toilet paper and you get left behind because you're like, oh, I'm just selling toilet paper the way I always have because it's always worked, you know. Um, you know, you, you need to keep track of what's going on. Um, so basically, when you first get your idea, you know, and, you know, you come up with some new business idea, you need to do some Googling, um, you know, or, or some research in whatever your arena is you know if you're selling on Amazon you need to do some browsing on Amazon you know if you sell 
online, you know, Google. Google other similar things. You know, see if you can find other websites that are selling something similar to yours or something that could be called a competitor. Um, if you have a mom and pop store, you know, like maybe you've got a local store or something, you know, research what else is available, um, you know, locally for one, you know, like who else is in town who people could go to and buy your thing, you know. Um, you know, and also look online because, you know, like, 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 like websites like Etsy or stuff like that where people can make like little homemade things um, and sell them, um, you know, online. You know, let's say you're like a local craft store or whatever. You kind of need to know about stuff like that. You know, it's you want to know that there are websites where people can get the same thing you're selling locally, but they can get it online and, and on a much broader level. You know, there's more on this online store than you can offer in your little shop. Um, you know, you need to know stuff like that, you know, it, even if you're a freaking YouTube star, you know, like, you know, like, like this guy right now, you know, yeah, total, total YouTube star here, sure. Um, you know, or, or a blogger, you know, or something like that. You know, what else is in your niche, your niche? Who, who else is blogging about something similar, you know, or who's doing YouTube videos on something, um, you know, some similar topic or whatever, you know, and, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say that it's like just because you know what the competition is doing, it's going to like miraculously propel your business forward or it's going to miraculously keep you from hitting that landmine that just blows you up. Um, but it will keep you in touch with what the market's doing and what other people are offering and what you need to keep people's interest or stay competitive or, um, uh, you know, how to operate. Um, something I'm going to talk about here in a minute is like operational costs. That's something you probably want to research too. Um, you know, but basically whatever you're doing, um, there, there's some things you should look up. Um, firstly, competitors. You know, how, how big is the market? Who is in the market? Um, you know, who's, who's just starting out and who's like, uh, who's really established? Um, you know, and, and look at what your competitors are offering. Um, you know, especially if they're doing well, um, you know, kind of like be a model, model your success off of other people's success is one of those things that you hear a lot in, uh, um, you know, entrepreneurial circles. But, um, you know, basically, yeah, look at what are they offering? How can you compete with that? You know, if they're offering a lot of stuff and you're offering um, one, one little thing, you, you might need to throw some more value there, you know, or find a way to make it so cheap, um, you know, that people just want your thing and not the big thing or... Um, or, or else make a niche within the niche. You know, you could say everybody else is offering this big kit, you know, and you don't need all that crap. You just need this little thing that you can get for $2 as opposed to $20 for the kit, you know, or, or whatever, you know. Knowing what's out there enables you to figure out where you can fit in there and how you can compete. Um, also look at price points, you know, kind of, kind of what I was just talking about there, um, especially on the strong competitors, um, because if they're making a profit, you know, or let's start over there. If they are the strong competitor, they must be making a profit, which means that whatever they're getting it for or whatever they're selling it for, they must be getting it cheaper, um, which was something that uh, I kind of ran into um, when I was making a product for Amazon. Um, remember how I talked about um, that there were competitors who I looked there at the beginning and they were just starting out, and then like six months later, I went back and looked at them again, and it was like, holy crap, that guy got a lot of reviews really quickly. Um that was one of the things that kind of derailed me was the the price point. Um, I remember there was this one um, seller when I, I was first starting out that they were selling basically the same thing I was selling. Um, and they had like a little kit, you know, they, they were selling like a, a bunch of these things, in like a little six pack or whatever. Um, and, you know, I, when I first saw them, they, they had like three reviews. They were good reviews. They were like three five star reviews. 
Um, but they were, um, you know, only three of them, you know. And anyway, I went back six months later, and this guy had like 70 five-star reviews or whatever. Um, but one of the things that really kind of hit me when I went back and researched that and looked it up later is that this guy was selling this six-pack for like 18 bucks, which means he was like, you know, selling each little individual thing in that six-pack for like three bucks a pop. Three bucks a pop is what I was getting mine for, you know. So he was selling them for three bucks. I was buying them for three bucks, you know, and which means that if he, if he was selling them for three dollars a piece, basically, he must have been getting them for dirt cheap, you know. I'm like kind of like the general rule of thumb for any kind of, a, um, you know, buying product and then selling it. Um, at, at least like, um, like on, on an industrial level, it, it's like you you want to get it for about a quarter of what you're going to sell it if you want to actually like make a profit after all the operational costs. Um, and I don't know what he was getting them for. But, you know, just by looking at that, I can tell, well, he's selling a lot of these and he's selling them for, for basically $3 a piece, you know, $18 for a six pack. Um, so he must be getting them very, very cheap, you know, so instantly it's like, well, crap, I can't compete with that because I'm buying them for $3. If I want to make any profit after operational costs, I've got to sell them for like $7 a pop, you know, um, you know, so anyway, that, that's the kind of thing you need to be aware of, you know, so again, price points. You can do your research and see, okay, somebody else is getting these for really cheap, and none of the manufacturers I've found are offering me something that cheap, so I need to keep looking for a different manufacturer, you know, or maybe I need to just get out of this market, you know, because maybe I can't compete. Um, but anyway, you know, just something to look at there. Um, research your customers, um, you know, again, at Amazon, read reviews, um, you know, um, get, and especially get feedback from actual customers. Like, if you're actually in business and you have customers, getting feedback from them is like the number one way to make your business better. You know, like what what do your customers want? You don't sell them what you think they want. You sell them what they actually want. It will, I'll probably do a, like an actual full video on that at some point. But, um, you know, basically you never want to sell your idea. You want to go find your, your target audience and say, what do you want? And then make that for them and give it to them. You know, whatever it is you sell. Um, you know, but yeah, um, get, uh, get customer feedback. Um, what do your customers care about? Um, do they care at all? You know, again, for the thing that I thought um, would make my little product so cool, you know, I, I got from reviews. People were complaining about this one little feature. Um, and, you know, the, the more I kind of looked into the field, it kind of became more and more obvious that, yeah, people will complain about that, but they're probably not willing to spend another $6 for something that fixes that little problem. You know, it, it's just not something they care about that much, you know. Um, you know, so we you know, get feedback. Be careful not to read too much into any specific thing, but let that feedback kind of direct where you're going. Um, you know, and uh, operational costs. Research the operational costs in your business. Um, you know, like if you need to ship something or if you need to receive pallets. That's expensive, by the way. Shipping like a pallet of stuff, um, depending on how big it is and how heavy um, and also how dense, too. It, it was funny. The things I was shipping were glass. So they were actually really cheap to ship because they were so heavy compared to how small they were that they were just very dense. Um, you know, but if you're shipping something big and bulky and not very heavy, it's actually more expensive. Um, you know, but stuff like that, you know, um, shipping, uh, receiving, if you need insurance, um, you know, or some kind of liability coverage or um, employees. Employees are really expensive, you know. Um, you know, but you need to figure out how much is that going to cost you before you just jump in and do that. Um, at some video in the future, we're going to talk about metrics, um, which is kind of like um, you know the kind of like the bread and butter of retail. You know, it's like how much did I buy something for versus how much can I sell it for? That's my profit. You know, um, and I'm person. I love metrics. They're really cool. But the problem is they don't tell the full story. 
um, you know, because they don't talk much about operational costs. So that's something you need to research at the beginning. What do you need to make the business run and how much is it going to cost? Because you need to factor that into your price. Um, you know, and, and learn as much about the market as quickly as you can. You know, they, they, they say that money loves speed, you know, and opportunities here today and gone tomorrow. You need to do this as quickly as you can and then keep doing it. You know, like, again, like part of my problem, it took me six months to get a product from idea to I actually have it and I'm ready to launch it. You know, and in that time, the market completely changed. The Amazon niche inflated, you know, and suddenly there wasn't a lot of room anymore for this thing I was trying to launch. So um, as quickly as you can would be good. Um, you know, trying to find that nice balance between quick and, um, uh, excuse me there, um, between quick and uh, thorough, you know, happy medium, I guess. You know, there's no answer I can give you for exactly what the happy medium is, but, you know, try and be quick about it. Don't waste time sitting there being like, hmm, let me, let me research the thousandth page here, you know, whatever. You get it. Um, and again, keep doing your research as the business progresses, you know, because things do change and don't let a market change catch you by surprise um, like it did for me. You know, again, like I said, that guy in the six months while I was launching my product, this guy who was a competitor, um, you know, went from three reviews to 70 or 80 really good reviews, you know. And, you know, plus he was just like had a much better price point than me. I couldn't compete with him even if I tried probably, but um, um Kind of the biggest thing I would say for doing research is you need to be aware of what you're afraid of researching. Um, you know, because remember, like at the beginning, I, I kind of had blinders on. You know, it was like I wanted to research the stuff that pointed to, hey, this is a really good idea. But I didn't want to look at the things that were like, actually, here's a problem, you know. Um, and in my case, I think it was kind of like a fear of failure, um, you know, because again, like logically, you think you'd want to know the things that could be a problem and, you know, find ways to deal with them. Um, but you know, th that's not how psychology works, you know, and if you don't have that problem, awesome, you know, you're, you're way ahead of me then, you know, cause I'm, I know, unfortunately I, I found that if it was something like I didn't want to know the answer to, or I was afraid the answer would be more of a, um, not a good idea, you know, the answer is don't do this. Um, it, it was kind of something that I just kind of glossed over. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll research it. Sure. Yeah. I'll, uh, oh yeah. Cool. Good to know. Um, so my advice would be pick like the number, I don't like the top three things that you are afraid of knowing, you know, like, like your, your biggest competitor or, um, you know, why that one competitor is completely outselling you or whatever, you know, we, we don't like knowing those things, you know, because we, we don't like acknowledging that they exist, but you need to know that, you know, because once you know what they're doing, you can copy that, you know, you, you can say, hey, I can do the exact same thing, you know, you're, uh, you're giving away free coffee with your donuts. Guess what? My donut shop, we're going to give away free coffee now, you know. But, um, you know, you, you need to know those things. So find the things that you're afraid of knowing or that you're really in resistance to knowing and make those your number one priority to figure out. Um, you know, and uh, again, we all we all get ideas we think are cool. Um, doing your research and getting that feedback um, is, is kind of like the key to avoiding falling in love with your product and putting something out there like I did or almost did, never actually did. Um, that uh, turns out to be not a good idea because you based it off of information that was basically something you liked rather than what the actual market cared about. Um, you know, and it, it'll help you not be in a space where you're constantly reacting to the market. You know, you, you can make changes ahead of time rather than go to launch like me and look at something and say, oh crap, I can't launch now. You know, it, it'll just help you avoid that knee-jerk, oh crap, I just blew up thing.
Um, you know, and again, that was my Achilles heel the entire time I was doing anything with this. Um, and recently I've gotten into the habit of when I'm looking at some new idea, which I've been doing a lot lately, because like I said, I just, uh, just decided to completely shut down my business, um, which maybe I'll talk a little bit about at the end here, but, uh, um, you know, basically I've been looking at a lot of new ideas lately. Um, and the thing I'm trying to do now is anytime I have an idea I'm kind of looking at, I try and find three or four other companies, you know, three or four other websites, three or four other businesses, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find a couple other examples of people who are doing something very similar, um, or who are selling, you know, who could be a competitor, basically. Um, you know, and I look at what they're offering and how they're offering it. Um, and I use that to help brainstorm what I could do if I decided to go into that market. You know, again, it's like if I know what they're doing, I have a rough template for, well, what do I want to offer? I probably want to do something fairly similar, you know, I mean, you don't, you don't want to copy them exactly. You, you can't just clone what they're doing because, you know, they, they might sue you, you know, they, they'll say, actually, you, uh, you're, you're infringing on our proprietary thing or whatever, you know, or you're, you're, you're infringing on our copyright of our sales copy or something. But, uh, um, you know, plus it's just lame, you know, don't, don't be a pirate. Um, you know, but anyway, so that's what I'm trying to do now. When I come up with an idea, it's okay, let's see who else is out there first. Um, and are they successful to begin with? And what can I learn from how they are doing things? You know, um, and it's actually really helped me with some new business ideas that I've been kicking around. Um, I, I haven't completely decided what I'm going to do yet, but uh, um, you know, this, from the ideas that I am kind of kicking around right now, I've gotten a lot more for those ideas by kind of like researching what other people are doing out there and seeing who's a competitor and uh, um, you know what the competitors are offering. Um, you know, but either way, it's definitely something I haven't wanted to look at previously. Um, and now I'm really working to force myself to do that kind of research, even though it's very painful, you know. Um, that way I don't keep, keep getting derailed by these silly little things, you know. Um, you know, so anyway, your your homework, I guess, you know. Um, and I, this is something I guess you could consider homework for this is, um, you know, regardless of whether you're, just, you're coming up with an idea for a business or um, you, you know, have been in business for a long time. Take some time and sit down and do some research. Um, you know, what are your competitors doing? Who are your competitors? You know, what's what's their price point? Um, you know, how, what do you think they're doing in order to make their logistics work? Um, you know, or their, uh, um, like, like, operational costs actually balance out? Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, and again, especially identify the biggest things you don't want to know and figure those out. You know, so uh, there, there, there's your homework, I guess. So, uh um, cool. Um, anyway, um, that's basically all I have for today as far as content. Um, I have a nice little, uh, nice little note sheet here I've been going through. Um, uh, but anyway, um, I, I guess kind of just an update. Like I said, um, I'm looking at, uh, um, dismantling my business. You know, I, I talked a lot about how, uh, like in the backstory videos, how like, um, uh, you know, I, I was getting ready to launch finally, you know, well, then that video was filmed like a month ago now and I've just been like uploading a quarter of it like every week. Um, and unfortunately in that month, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of stuff happened. Um, I discovered a liability issue that I wasn't aware of. And, you know, again, I'd either had the choice of, well, you can go back and like redo everything you've done for the last three months and, uh, you know, basically start all over again or, you know, whatever you want to do. And I basically just decided, you know what, I'm done with this market. I'm done with this little niche. Um, and now I've decided I'm done with the business. Um, 
mostly like the actual LLC that I had going, you know, my, my little company that never did anything. Um, mostly just because it feels like bad luck, you know, like I've been working on it for a year, hasn't gotten me anywhere. Um, and, and, and partly is because, you know, the, the, the big company X that kind of like scanned me over, um, you know, like they, they started that company for me, you know, it's kind of like as part of my, my, my package that I bought this mentorship training. I also got like a free, um, LLC startup, you know, with some, some little company that like does that, you know, it's some company that will literally like do the paperwork for you to start up an LLC or a, a corporation or whatever. Um, uh, but you know, it was part of my, um, part of my buy-in package, whatever, you know, so they, they, they basically started it for me. And I don't know, to me, that just, I've never liked that. You know, it's kind of like, I've always felt like they kind of had their fingers in my business, which uh, makes no logical sense, but I'm, you know, very much an intuitive like that, you know, little, little things like that make a big deal to me. Um, you know, but anyway, you know, just between that and it's just bad luck and it's the LLC's not really set up for the, the new opportunities I'm kind of looking at. So um, I'm kind of thinking in the next month, I'm going to be completely, uh, firstly, trying to liquidate my inventory, which is fun. I'll have a video talking about that at some point in the future. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and just kind of close the books on that and um, dissolve that LLC, just completely get rid of it and look at starting something else in the future. But uh, anyway, just a little update on my, again, very, very terrible entrepreneurial life, you know, at time. Anyway, um, cool. So that is all I have for today, um, and I will see you on the next video. Again, good luck with whatever you're doing, because I assume if you're watching this, you'll probably try to do some kind of your own entrepreneurial thing. Um, hopefully you have better luck with that than I do, and I will say goodbye, and I'll see you next time.